Hi guys, welcome to Honey Trips. Today I'm talking with one of my best friends um, about her business. And as some of you might have seen on my Instagram, I'm wanting to start highlighting some small businesses. So the first one we're doing is my friend Jana Lindley's photography business. And I am so excited to highlight hers because she's taken pictures for me and they're some of the most beautiful pictures I've ever had taken in my life. She is so talented. So I'm excited to have her come and talk a little bit about what she does. So welcome, Jana. Thanks, Emily. You're so sweet for having me on. I'm so excited. So Jana, I just want you to start and can you tell us a little bit about like why you wanted to get into photography? Like it's kind of a popular thing. So what was your motivation? Yeah, definitely. I've loved taking pictures since I was little. I got my first camera when I was like 13 and I just loved walking around and trying to take pictures and making people pose for me. My little sister was the one who always had to do that for me. And so I've kind of just always loved it. And I was thinking this summer and just kind of sat on it for a little bit. And I decided, well, why not? Why not start my own photography business? And that's when I just decided to open up an Instagram and start having clients. And I came up with Jana Kate Photography as my business name. I, that is just so cool. Um, it's kind of fun because Jana and I were roommates actually. And I actually didn't even know Jana that you liked photography until you started your photography page, which is so funny. Cause like we lived in the same room for like a year. <laughs> um, but Again, she's so talented. It's amazing. Um, so tell me, like, what kind of equipment did you have to get to get started? Yeah, so the first thing that you obviously want to get is just a good quality camera. I use a Canon, and I have a couple of different Canons that I switch between. Um, the Rebel series is really good if you're just trying to get started with photography, and that's a really good base level camera that is good to get you started. Um, You'll also want a few different lenses. My favorite lens is an 18 to 55 millimeter lens and that just allows me to shoot in kind of different environments or zoom in and it keeps the picture really clear and fresh. Um, You'll also want some good editing software. I use Lightroom, that's kind of the industry standard what a lot of people would use in basic photography and it works really well. And so those are some of the most important things you wanna get started with. And then of course, clients are just the best thing that you need and my favorite (laughs) part of doing photography. Right. So I think that this is something that a lot of new photographers struggle with maybe is getting clients. So um, when you were just starting out, how did you find people to, I mean, be clients? Of course. Yeah. So that's the hardest part of getting started. Like you said, Um, the first thing that I did is I just started reaching out to friends and family and saying, Hey, can I take your picture for free just for practice to build up my portfolio? And then I would post those pictures to Instagram and then people would start to reach out to me a little bit more to just schedule different photography shoots. Um, Now I can find clients just from referrals, from friends who I've taken their picture before. And and when you have just that basic client base, then you'll start to get repeat customers who'll come back time and time again, just if you give them a good enough experience. Uh, That is actually such good advice because, yeah, I mean, it really is the hardest part I think I've seen a lot of my friends try to start photography and it just doesn't always go so well so I think that's good advice to have like how to start your client base Mm -hmm. um 
as far as Instagram goes, how do you know what pictures to post and like how frequently to post and um, what other tips and tricks do you have for Instagram? Yeah, definitely. I, I like to post from, so I get permission from each of my clients to either post their pictures on social media or not. Um, I'll get that permission just written just so I can make sure I have it. Um, and then I'll just choose some of my favorite pictures, the ones that I think they look best in, the ones that have the best lighting, and I like to post those on social media. Um, I just try and post every time I've got a really great shoot that I loved that I have permission to post from. And I try and post at least once a week just to stay relevant. Um, I don't want to drown any of my followers in like too many pictures and that's mm-hmm. all they're seeing on their feed. But I do like to um, make sure they are seeing my pictures. Um, I do try and post on my story a little bit more often, usually once or twice a day, just so people do remember me and they do remember that they can book with me. That's great advice, too. I I think that Instagram is just like one of those things that's hard to navigate, especially if you're new as a business or something like that. So that's great advice. So as you've kind of gotten into editing and stuff, was there a learning curve for you to figure out how you like to edit your pictures? Yes, there was definitely a learning curve. Um, Sometimes I feel like I'm still working on getting each picture edited just the way I want it because in different seasons or with different lighting or if you're shooting in the snow, the pictures can come out looking differently. And so you don't always edit them exactly the same way. But I spent a lot of hours on YouTube and a lot of hours just practicing with some pictures that I had taken, just trying to get the look that I wanted for my clients and the look that I can advertise that people will want to book me for. Wow, that's great. So do you have like a specific YouTube channel that you would recommend to someone trying to figure out how to edit pictures? So, I Or is it just kind of whatever? It's Sorry, kind of, no, you're fine. It's kind of just whichever ones have the best reviews or have a lot of subscribers. And I'll watch those specifically. I don't have one particular person that I'm always checking out. Um, but there are just some videos that show you which specific tools are really good to use in Lightroom um, for editing. And those have been really helpful. I don't have one specific person that I watch, though. Okay, that's smart, though. Kind of looking at lots of people's opinions. But yeah, the ones with great reviews. I love that. Okay, and then how do you find a great setting for taking pictures? What's your advice there? Yeah, so for taking pictures, there are a few different things that you'll want to watch for. Um, I do a lot of landscape photography as well. So I'll just go out and take pictures of nature. And with that, you are able to have um, a lot longer of a shutter speed. And so the camera doesn't close and open quite as fast as you would Mm -hmm. want it to if you're taking pictures of people because nature doesn't move like people do, especially little kids. (laughs) Um, If I am taking pictures of people, I want that shutter speed to be at least um, one over 250 at the very lowest. Um, That just means that it closes in Uh, 250th of a second and so it's a really quick shutter speed and that just makes sure that my pictures come out crisp and clean Um, it can be a little bit tough to do if you're losing light to keep it that quick just because that just means that not quite as much light is coming in with it but Mm. um, yeah so I would recommend just keeping it at least 1 250th or um, or even greater if you do have a couple different kids running around in pictures And then you'll just want to choose a time of day where there's maybe just a little bit more light to um, make up for that. That is, that's great advice. Um, 
Okay, and then how do you choose, like, where to shoot? Like, your background, your, I mean, and how do you know if you're going to shoot inside or outside? Like, how do you choose that kind of thing, too? Yeah, definitely. So, I usually prefer to shoot outside. Um, Outdoor lighting is my very favorite, and I love how the sun looks on people's faces. It usually looks a lot crisper and cleaner than just, um, just light from inside. Um, and so I love shooting outside that's my very favorite thing to do sometimes that can be hard if you're shooting like a boudoir shoot or newborns or things like that where you do want them to be out of the elements or out of um, the sight of other people and then I would like to shoot inside Um, but still having as much natural light as possible is the best choosing locations I love to just go for a drive I'll go for like a drive for an hour or two Um, and just scout out possible locations. I like to look at where the trees are super pretty and vibrant or where there's water or where there's um, like beautiful new buildings. I love to look at those and just try and pick what I think my client would want in their image. And then oftentimes I'll give them just a choice of a couple of different locations that I've scouted out and just see what they think would fit best with the aesthetic they're going for. Wow, that is great. yeah I like that advice too of kind of like giving the clients some say in it too and just finding the best the best looking places that's so good um okay and what would you tell yourself um like what advice would you give your past self as a photographer from what you know now One thing that I definitely struggled with starting out as a photographer was a little bit of imposter syndrome, just feeling like I wasn't good enough to be doing what I was doing. Or um, anytime I'd get any criticism or somebody would say, I don't really like this photo, I would get really sad about it. And so Uh I would maybe go back to my past self and say, you're learning, you're growing, let yourself learn and grow. And that's okay. And it's not going to be perfect every single time. And you're going to make mistakes and just be the best photography give the be the best photographer give the best experience and people will come back even if your picture didn't turn out 100% the very first time like that's okay to learn and grow yeah i think that's excellent and like from that um what would you say about like the criticism that you've maybe received from different clients in the past do you think that's helped you or Like, how do you handle that criticism? Because sometimes that can be kind of heavy and really personal, too. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes it does feel a little bit personal. I think I've come to realize um, the difference between criticism for the sake of um, my growth and criticism for the sake of somebody not liking how they look in a picture or not liking something maybe personal to them. And recognizing the difference between that helps me decide if I'm going to take that criticism and say, well, this is something I need to change about myself or how I run my business, or this is something that we can try and work on and get different or better angles, but it's not something Mm -hmm. that is a mistake that I've necessarily made. It's something that somebody else is uncomfortable with. And just recognizing that not all criticism comes to insult you, but instead that it comes to try and help you grow. And when it's coming from people that you love or people who have invested in your business, it is coming from a place of support and recognizing that is really beneficial for me. Wow. Yeah. I love kind of that positive spin because honestly, I think criticism is hard for all of us. And 
um, as like a musician and artist myself, it it's so hard to accept criticism, right? Like in, and just realize that. So I think that's just a great perspective to have on it. Okay. And what is your advice for getting your clients to seem natural and happy and like actually smile? <laughs> Does that question make sense? Yes, I totally like, understand that question. Getting people to smile and be like natural on camera definitely can be a feat for some people. Um, if you know, you know me, so you know I'm a total dork and I... <laughs> I am kind of a loosey-goosey person, just go with the flow. And I think that helps my clients feel comfortable on the other side of the camera because I'm awkward on the back side of the camera. So I've got all the awkward for me. And I think that that helps them just feel a little bit more comfortable. On that. I also come prepared with just jokes. I do have like a flashcard that I carry in my pocket with like cheesy bad dad jokes. And I'll tell them to people sometimes just at the very beginning of the shoot to get them to laugh. And that helps a lot too. I, yeah, I remember that from the first time that you and I shot together. Um, that was one of my favorite things that you did <laughs> was to have like joke cards. And it was just so fun. Okay. Well, um, what, just to close out here, what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone trying to start their own photography business? Yeah, the one piece of advice that I would give is just to practice, practice, practice before you get any paying clients to make sure that you've got your style down, to make sure that you are doing things well and that you've got a good business model before you actually start to advertise. Um, that's really important just because as soon as somebody pays money for it, they're going to want something specific and you want to make sure that you can deliver on that. That is great advice. Um, okay. Well, Jana, thank you so much for coming on the show. I have loved having you. And for those of you listening, you can find Jana on Instagram at Jana Kate Photography. And she's so talented. Definitely check her out. And I hope that this has been a little something to brighten your day. Bye, guys. Thanks.